Oh, hey, hello. This is Steve, and welcome to Steve's uh, Spotlight on Someone Else. Oh, looks like we have someone here. Hey, Jason, are you there? Yes. Am I, am I oh. the guy who's supposed to be here? Yeah. Good, okay. good job. Good news. Yeah. Did you, did you, were you worried I was looking for someone else? Always. I, I don't, I guess. I don't feel worthy of you, Steve. Oh, technically I am looking for someone else. Cause that's the name of the, the thing is that I'm, the spotlight is on someone else. <laughs> well, I'm, I technically am someone else. So that's great. Good. Good job. What are your thoughts on, you know, identity? <laughs> what are my thoughts on identity? Oh man. Yeah. You could take it the other way and, uh, you know, think about, you know, what are my thoughts on spirituality? You know, oh, okay. identity than the others. I don't know if that's the other way, but. Is that, a, I, uh, I mean, I think like Buddhism talks about identity, right? Isn't Buddhism the one where it's like, you don't have an identity. Um, I think there's something like that, like non-attachment to self or something. Yeah. Yeah. Like everything is transitory. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, I don't know. I've, I've, I heard, I heard the word spirituality defined as I think the opposite of the ego. That's, that's uh, Steve's spotlight on someone else. It's, you know, a very spiritual exercise. Mm. Because I'm focusing the spotlight on other people. Yeah. You're trying to find that connection. Uh, it, it would probably be more appropriate if it were Steve's spotlight on everyone else. Hmm. Um, so let's spotlight that, every single person in the world. But that would, that would make it seem like I'm doing like having a whole bunch of people on, but I'm having one person at a time on. Yeah, I mean, you've got a lot of work ahead of you, um, and I, I don't envy that. I think it'll take you a while. But. That'll, yeah, that's not, um, I'm, I'm probably, some people have died before I started this spotlight, so it's already, I'm already not, I've already failed that. And then there's probably people who have been born since I started. Yeah. I mean, that... The, the, that's a very, um, I don't know. I don't know the spiritual answers there. Um, mm. maybe, maybe that's a question for your, your book. Do you think there's someone who's exactly like you on planet Earth? No. 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 I think I just like, you know, I will always have my latitude and longitude, man. That will always separate me oh. from. If I, I get, if I, mm, mm, go ahead. If I lived in like Kowloon, you know Kowloon. No. Uh, it was um, this city that briefly popped up. I want to say it was. It was kind of near like opposite Hong Kong, it was in China, I think, or it was Taiwan, but it was a city that had like 
the most dense possible human establishment you could imagine. It was like a mi- a square mile, and there were like a million people there. It was uh, so at that point, you know, some people might have very very much the same life, but you know, this, hmm. this I'm experiencing different weather patterns than you know my doppelgangers out there. That, yeah. Yeah. That's probably right. <clears throat> the latitude and longitude gets me because you're 100% right. That's exactly enough of a divergence to be your different. And I guess even in Kowloon, you would be, uh, you would have a different altitude also if you need to go there, really. If there's someone directly beneath you living the exact same life. Yeah, it's, I mean, we're, we're, we're special butterflies. Like, yeah, this guy, you know, has all of the same, would respond the same in every situation as me, but, you know, it's 78 degrees here, and my other guy's 81 degrees. That's just a world of difference, and we can't call it's it. Ra- yeah. Well, that's another number. Temperature. Uh, Temperature. Yeah. <laughs> that is number. Uh, I was just outside, it's raining outside here, and I was just outside, and I moved the car, they were painting our parking lot spaces, and I moved the car, and now I moved it back, and it was just raining harder and harder, and it was like I was right outside, I was in the closest spot to get into my apartment, but it was just raining so hard that I sat there for like 20 minutes on my phone before walking through the rain anyway and coming back inside. Yeah, don't you don't you just like it when you drive somewhere? You're like I don't want to get out of the car yet, so you just sit in the car for thirty minutes. Or does that mean? Uh, uh, I've spent time sitting in the car and doing doing nothing. The phone is nice because I could be on my phone. I doubt I would have sat there as long if I wasn't on my phone. Yeah, I used I used to have a kind of long commute, so I would drive, you know, like forty five minutes or an hour, if it was bad traffic, and I'd like get to the gym, and then I'd sit in the car, and I, I I'm just not ready to get out of the car yet. And well, it sounds like you're, if you're going into work, I can see that you don't want to go into work right away. But it sounds like you got to work early. No, this was after work, so the work day is over. I'm oh. tired. I, I commute, you know, 45 minutes to the gym, and I'm just sitting there, and I'm like so so eager to not be driving, and so eager to move on with my day, but I'm tired. I'm just sitting in the yeah. car. It's just I don't know. I don't know if that describes a defeated person to you, but mm. that's, I don't I don't know the logic there, but that well, is it's also that uh, do you want to go to the gym right away? I mean, because sometimes it's just like, you know, you you got to get a little bit of energy to go up to go to the gym because you're about to work out and then that's going to take up more energy. Yeah, it might it might be the energy associated with those state changes. So, you know, you know how we delay going to bed or we delay getting in the shower or we, we delay getting in the shower. It's just so, so much energy to change that. So I'm so used to being in the car that it's so much energy to get out of the car and move into the gym that I just need to sit there and play on my phone. Yeah. I understand that because sometimes I don't want to get out uh, out of my chair and go to bed 
But that makes sense because I'm like basically falling asleep in my chair and I don't want to have to get up and go to bed. Yeah. Are you are you um a re revenge sleep time procrastinator? Uh oh, I know I have done that at some points, I am sure. Um but I know I know for a fact that I'll just stay I'll just if if you know, if I don't have anything to do uh i'll just i'll stay up later and later no matter what so uh, i don't know i mean re recently i i usually i go to bed at reasonable times like for the past several years i've i don't do necessarily that i mean that's i don't know that's one of the that's the sign of a man who has his life together that i get my I get good amounts of sleep. That you have a stable bedtime. Oh. Uh, I don't know. I I wonder if you'd asked me this during the year, uh, during the school year, if I'd have di a different response. Because I definitely, I mean, right now I'm going to bed at like three or four. <laughs> just, just, just because I can. And I wake up around whatever one or two yeah uh but like during the year i might I'm, i might stay up i don't know i felt like this whole year i felt pretty much like i was i don't even remember going to bed uh i'm sure that i did though well i guess what i have to say is that i'm sorry for saying you had your life together um oh uh, may have been uncalled for. Nah, no, my, shit's, my shit's pretty much together. <laughs> pretty no, much. Yeah. Staying up till three or four, that's that's great. You get nice, cool temps. It's awesome. I don't, I don't have to do anything, so that means that I'm doing what I'm exactly what I'm supposed to be doing. That's good. Yeah. That, that, uh, we are tuned to go to sleep at 4 a.m., based off of our televisions. That's what they do. Uh, that uh, is what true. I, what I struggle with is going to, you know, like, it getting cool enough early enough for me to go to sleep, for me to get up for working time when I'm supposed to be working. So I, you have I to, definitely envy you. You have to sleep in cooler temperatures? I don't have air conditioning or anything, so... Oh. Like it might be like 80 degrees in my room when I'm trying to go to sleep. If I go to sleep early, and that's, I think that's difficult. But you got a fan on you, right? I, I got a fan. Um, you know, you ever sleep? You know, travel to Latin America or something, just sleep in the heat. Like it gives you like fever dreams, and you're in a very weird state. Uh, yeah, I, 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 uh, I typically don't, I'm like, I'm not a fan of air conditioning. I tend to turn it off and I can pretty much sleep as long as I have a fan. If I have a fan on me, then it, then it doesn't really get too hot for me. That's which sounds, which sounds awful, <laughs> but I don't know. Okay. I'll just put a bucket of ice water next to my bed and then 
stick half my arm in and then I'm good. No. For for real? Yeah. No. I I do I do like get a, like a glass of ice water and just like get some get some ice cubes and use it to give me the sensation of cold. That makes it sound pretty bad. No, my temperature in my my apartment probably doesn't get above eighty ever for very long. Not and not because of me. I don't do that. My girlfriend turns on the AC. Well, I mean, yeah, I don't. We yeah, we have kind of established norms that sixty-eight to seventy-two, seventy-four range for indoor temps. And I feel like. Going to sleep and anything above that is kind of weird. I can go to sleep and way below that, for sure. Oh yeah, yeah. I don't know what my lowest. I don't know. I don't know. I don't like it in the sixties. I don't think. I I don't know. I don't pay attention to the low end because that doesn't bother. That doesn't really bother me that much either. I mean, you get you get you you bundle up at that point. It used to bother me, like the colder temperatures. And this heat wouldn't have bothered me, but I moved, I moved to a mountain town like a year ago, and have adapted strongly to the cold. So now, like the heat is really a big struggle for me. I'll go out and like hang out in zero to ten degree weather and be totally fine. But if it's like in the 80s, I feel like I'm dying. But you don't have any humidity. That's true. Um, I, I don't envy people in 80, 90 degree heat in super humid places. I'm not yeah. saying, look, because people have it worse doesn't mean I can't complain, right? Yeah, that's true. yeah. It's not very uh, spiritual and spotlight on mm-hmm. everyone, but it's, uh, I just want to, you know, I just want to whine a little bit. That's fine. Um, let's see. Have you you've gone to places where it's it's like it's like the worst? I can't believe what humidity feels like when I go visit other places. Yeah, I've, I mean I've I've been to Central America, and it's additionally bad because you're covered in bug bites. Uh, you just got the sweaty heat and the itchiness, and you're just covered in. Covered in Central American humidity grime. It's great. Uh, I Denver is like the, the best for that. Like we got great weather here. I feel like except I don't know. We got we've been having lots of rain lately, but I guess we always need rains. That's fine. Yeah, I'm I'm grateful for the rain, Steve. So do you think there's someone in do you think there's someone in the multiverse who has the exact same identity as you? Ah, that's a good point. Is so, I would think that the universe, or or that universe, and this universe, like how many are there universes that are like our universe that are so far identical? You know, in their timelines, I would think that. As the other, you, you know, you know the kind of the model of once a decision happens, the infinite mm-hmm. versus start to spawn off. Yeah, so I think with small division, small divisions, there would be someone that's just like me. 
I mean, that's the whole thing. There's infinite multiverses. So, like, to the point that it matters, there should be someone who's exactly like me. And well, yeah. Yep. Is that, is that <laughs> right? Wouldn't there be like a for, for however many decisions you have made in the last, like even like tiny little decisions? It's not even based on decisions. It's based on like right where, like you know, atomic, atomic decisions are being made like over in the corner, you know. So there's a there's a duplicate of you. And, uh, you know, over in, you know, uh, you know, the Virgin Islands, there was a different atomic event and that universe is still playing out, but it's, it's exactly the same right now. Yeah. For you, for you. Yeah. And so I don't, I don't know. I don't know the whole, um, I don't know all of the rules. You're familiar with the, I think the '90s or early 2000s uh, Jet Li movie called One, I think. Yeah, the one. Yeah. The I, one. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it's the one, and uh, yeah. So, so I don't know. I don't think I've. I think I might have seen it. I'm not sure, but anyway. But do I do I have to kill uh, the versions of me that are you know? in my exact same state or just killing any old version of me, is that going to make me more powerful? And I'm in that, in that one, there was like a finite number of universes. So you had to kill you. I mean, in, in, in the movie, according to the rules of the one, you definitely have to kill every version of yourself, no matter what they're doing. So, did you have to kill kill every version before you're more powerful? I think he got like more powerful. Yeah, that's right. One. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He 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 would get more powerful if he killed any other versions of himself, but that would also make the other versions of himself more powerful. Yeah, Which and then is, harder. If, yeah, and harder to kill. Yeah, but if I recall that movie, that is said that is said and explained in dialogue but it isn't really shown in the movie that he gets more powerful from what I remember. I don't know, but that's what I thought was one of the things that annoyed me about it is that, Oh, that's a kind of a cool idea, but then they don't, you know, it's not demonstrated in any way. It's just, you know, atomic variations. He's only slightly more powerful. It's kind of like um, the argument that people have against using hand sanitizer. Um, Oh, But that's real, though. That. So wait, which one's real? The one or, or is it? Is it? Is it real? Uh, well, I think that the hand sanitizer is because of like, yeah, that one percent is going to live. I don't know if this is absolutely real. Actually, now that I'm thinking about it, but it's this. It's that. It's the same logic. Why you have to, if you're giving antibiotics, you need to take the entire course of antibiotics. Yeah. I, it, it is real. Like the the remaining bacteria will have more favorable conditions for growing and reproducing without all the other bacteria competing for their resources. Yeah. So it, it, it makes sense. Um, Jet Jet Li wasn't uh, he wasn't re reproducing more versions of himself 
in just subsequent generations and having evolution. I mean, I mean, the question is, you know, in the infinite web of time and space of this multiverse, are the other versions of me competing for any of the same resources? Is there some sort of interdimensional self energy? And do I need more of it? That's what makes sense for the Jet Li movie. That's the only reason that would, that would I mean, that's a pretty good, lot like I don't know, logical reason as to why you would become more powerful when you destroy other versions of yourself. Yeah, so that makes it true in real life. <laughs> what? I mean, the, the interdimensional energy. I mean, I found that if you have a good explanation for something, people will just go along with it. And I feel like the universe will abide. Hmm. Well, that's like in fiction, you know, like, like science fiction, right? Like as long as you have it, it, it sounds like a pretty good explanation. You don't have to kind of explain every single thing. Isn't that... I mean, isn't there a book about this? Well, like The Secret or something? Oh. <laughs> well, that's like just having a, pos like having a positive attitude is going to bring, or you focus on things and they're going to manifest in your life. Well, let's say I have a positive attitude about uh, the, the entire, what's the word, the religion or the philosophy of the one being something mm -hmm. that I can integrate into my life and kind of what's what's the word you think about it and it comes to fruition um the uh, the secret the secret there you go i could the secret it in my life oh you want to the secret the gently movie the one into existence i I mean, now that you, like, kind of nail in on it, um, it's not the one, like, if you if you could make one movie, like, universe real, which which one would you make, like, a reality? Uh, oh, <laughs> um, the best one to probably live in would be, like, do you know, uh, like, Ian M. Banks and the Culture series? I don't. Is that a movie? This is a book series. So basically, it's like, you know, there's gigantic spaceships that are artificial intelligences that take care of, like, your every single possible desire or want that you could have, and you're, like, immortal, and... <laughs> oh. And they're, and it's like, it's like, you know, one of the... <laughs> they're, like, one of the stronger, you know... Uh, groups in the galaxy like they're like you can't like stop them they're so powerful oh sounds like uh there's no conflict um they have they have conflicts with other groups but within but within the well within the society i mean you know they you can go into different whatever habitats or whatever where that that would more conform conform to your values and stuff but like yeah i mean they do get into conflict. That's what the, it's, a, it's usually about them getting into conflict with other non-culture groups. Oh, so is it like the ultimate extension of 
kind of like that bubble safe space thing. Like, I'm sorry, you guys eat your eat your peas with a fork in the left hand. We can't get along. Uh, wait, a star-bellied snitches? That's Dr. What? Star-bellied snitches? Is that is that a that's, that's a doctor. That's a Dr. Seuss book where there are, you know, there's some Dr. Seuss little beings, and they're called Sneeches, and they live on the beaches. And some of them have stars on their bellies, and some of them don't have stars. And it's all about discrimination. Yeah, we can't deal with those star-bellied Sneeches. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. yeah. When you have society that's kind of beautiful, uh, utopic society, that's that's where the issues come come about, right? We're kind of like fundamentally wired to want more and become dissatisfied. That's, that's yeah. Whole... That's back to Buddhism, right? You don't know, you get you get what you want, and it sucks. <laughs> or you don't care about it after a while yeah i mean that that is how you know our, our happiness works is kind of comparison to maybe previous states we get used to things so when i'm yeah. in this this utopia unless i'm in a world where we kind of modify our our i mean our brain computer can fix that probably what brain oh you think so yeah well the brain computer, you can just make it shoot pleasure electricity into your pineal gland, so you don't, you're not ever. Yeah. Yeah. And our brain, our brains are computers, pretty much now. They're you know organic computers, so you know we might have these brain computers that we can reprogram and fix perceived bugs. I'm sure there will be a, a sect of society that will, you know, advocate for, you know, all natural human brains. And I feel like this is the plot yeah. to some movie or series that I can't think of. Yeah. Well, now the 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 one that you're getting at though the uh, the fact of like you know desire you know your or whatever you can't really satiate yourself like by getting the things that you want is that like you think that's that that you're 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 assuming that's a biological that's a result of our biolo biology and not just a fact of like any um you know conscious being would would be in that same predicament no matter what that that's a good question that's a good question could what would we need to overcome for us to be, just be like happy? Like, oh man, I got a, I got a popsicle and a comfortable pair of pants. I, I'm just gonna be happy with this. You got a popsicle? Well, yeah. Well, I mean, that's kind of like your mindset, and if you're a conscious being, you can, to a certain extent, control, you know, what you're focusing on. So. And and how you, and how you're kind of focusing on it, and you know you can train your mind to be that certain way. But yeah, yeah, and I'm, I guess what I'm saying is like, is that a certain thing that you can 
you have to choose as, as a conscious being to work towards or is it just a biological thing you could just rearrange the the binary code of cells in your brain to be at that state uh, I, I I think uh, there's a very good argument to say that you know rearranging the biological aspect will is actually going to impact that conscious state and fundamentally provide kind of a sense of control to it. But there's, I mean, that, that's yeah. a question. A lot of people might get mad for me saying there might not be, you know, a soul beyond, oh. you know, our, our computer of a brain. Oh, you don't think so? <laughs> yeah, yeah. What about like, uh, isn't it interesting how, one of the things that always gets me is like how like the realm of ideas influences like the biological like you know the bio how our brain is made up biologically so like for example you know some guy like a mathematician is working on a math proof right is 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 there something about the 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 true nature of the mathematical proof that he's working on that causes him to recognize that he's correct. So at that point isn't the you know the physical the the physical shape of the cells in his brain are they not changed by the observation of a truth that is like not necessarily physical? That okay. That was that was three. That was uh, three levels uh, too deep um, for, <laughs> for me to follow. That. So so the guy, he's um, okay. What he stops? Started, yeah, like you know, some mathematical stuff isn't necessarily represent. Well, like yeah, is like some mathematical stuff is more like abstract or right, right? And he's you're, you're working on it, and you have this model of it in your mind, right? The mathematician does. <laughs> of whatever they're working on. And when that mathematician reaches like a correct thing or a true thing, like, are they not, is it not like some abstract concept changing the biological, physical, like his physical brain because, because he is recognizing like, you know, an abstract truth that exists. And therefore, his his brain is reacting to to that truth that is abstract and not a physical thing. Yeah, isn't that? I mean, isn't that like the cool thing about learning and changing? Is you're literally changing your brain. You are rearranging and reconnecting your brain to adapt these concepts and take them in. Yeah, but I'm asking, what's the connection between the you know the world of ideas? you know, that have, that are, that there's things that are true in like the world of ideas. Is that having any effect on the physical, is that physically changing your brain? Is, is the world of abstract ideas physically having an effect on how you're thinking about the thing? Yeah, I think the answer is yes. I think that the brain does, you know, it might be, a very small neuronal shift, but you know, the, they'll, things will change position slightly or 
one of the connections will become slightly thicker or or whatever it is. And this Yeah. But then that isn't like a violation of that isn't like a violation of physics because isn't that like supposing some sort of outside of the universe force is changing the sh the 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 landscape of of your thoughts because your thoughts are manifested from the physical configuration of your mind well there's still i mean there's still like physical things happening you're reacting to it and your brain is seeing things and then doing stuff and then moving around. it's it's like if i saw a bear and jumped back it's not not some magical thing it's me seeing that and that spurring a reaction there's still physical forces that are forcing it as normal yeah i don't know if that's misunderstanding well, thing but in the bear example the bear is a physical thing so your reaction in your mind is you know there's the reason the reason your mind is changing to a scared state is because you see the bear and because of, you know, uh, pro whatever photons of light are communicating to cells in your eyeball that you've seen this bear, which your brain recognizes as a threat. And then it configures, it reconfigures itself because of that. But what I'm saying is that the mathematician is looking at abstract ideas that don't, don't exist. At, but then there, his his brain is reacting to you know he's observing abstract things that don't exist and therefore his brain physically is changing because of that observation. But what he's observing is is something that is not a physical thing. So that you know, so the mathematician is observing you know kind of a complex mathematical theory or something. Is that you know the same as me thinking about the movie The One by Jet with Jet Li? You know that that's not a real thing. My memory of that movie, or just being nostalgic or about fear of the future. But your brain is but in that, but your brain is accessing memories of having watched the movie, The One, right? What what about me? <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Something that hasn't happened. Dreaming something that hasn't happened? Dreading. You know, this, oh. I'm dreading this uh, utopic future where this other guy, you know, comments that my, my sweatpants are too tight. And, you know, I just hmm. can't tolerate his entire culture because of that. Well, the... the uh, um, I mean... The the in that instance, like the world, I I don't know the world of ideas. Like you can invent idea. I don't. I, you can invent ideas, right? You can in your mind you can play whatever movie you want, because you can be creative, <laughs> right? So that's just a you know your brain just putting pieces of different memories and stuff together in a in a form that makes sense to you. Yeah. It's, I don't know. But if you like, I don't know. Uh, hey, listen, we gotta, <laughs> we gotta go up that hill, man. We gotta get to the t to the time sphere. Make sure your plasma rifle's loaded. Oh, I, I didn't bring a plasma rifle with me. I. Oh, oh man, you know the 
the briefing we got from the hologram before we hopped off the the you know the drop ship that said to bring your plasma rifle. I uh, I'm so sorry. I thought I thought this was gonna be a a, a close range engagement. I brought my plasma sword. You're gonna, you're gonna. Okay, I was about to say, you're gonna take care of those. You're gonna let those Zeta bugs get close enough to you to spit their venom on you while you're chopping them up. I don't even think you read the mission briefing. Look, 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 Randy. I, I know. I didn't. I, it was, it was stupid. Yeah, you know, big old Doctor Green, not, not doing the right thing again. Look, I got, I plasma rifle and. I could I could just run back real quick. I, I could hop in the time sphere actually and go back to before. Oh, <laughs> let's do that. That'll be great. Okay, wow. Venom. But but Doctor Green, I don't know that you know. We I mean we haven't reached the time sphere yet, so you know if that's our you know it's it's still ambiguous whether we're going to get there. And also I don't know that we're supposed to be joyriding the time sphere around once we get there. I mean, it's it's mission critical stuff. We, I gotta get the plasma rifle. You 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 really really made a solid case for getting that plasma rifle. Yeah. I feel like it's responsible for me yeah. to go on the mission without getting my plasma rifle. Because look, oh, there's a there's a Zeta bug. <laughs> See, I didn't even have to didn't even have to stand up. Now that one's dead. Yeah, that was. Something I could have done if we could just take the plasma, yeah. take yeah. the time, grab a plasma rifle. We both have plasma rifles. We could shoot Zeta bugs yeah. all over the place. You would have had to run like like a 400 meter dash in order to take care of that Zeta bug that I just blew it, blew blew its head off. It, it's true. It's true. And I mean, to be fair. Uh, it would have also had to run a four me four hundred meter dash to get close mm. enough to me where I'd have to worry about it really. Right. Right. But they're I mean, they're they're horrible bug creatures. I mean, I I bet that his he I mean he was coming for us when I shot him. I mean I think their plan is to run up to us and then, you know, uh stick their siphons into our heads and and uh, you know, suck up our, our blood. That's their plan. I'm. I. This was all you know, in the briefing. Solid case. We got to take this time sphere and grab, go grab some plasma rifles. Uh, possibly uh, even a plasma bunker. I'm getting a little bit bugged right. out. Data bugs. Uh, oh. Oh. Hey. Hey. Hey guys. Uh. Hey. It's. Uh. Hey. Hey. Uh. It's it's us from the past. I uh, uh, I'm <laughs> I'm a future version of you. <laughs> oh no! Look, it looks like there's a there's a future version of us now here, Doctor Green. I did. <laughs> oh man. Um. Hey. Uh. Uh. Doc. Doc Green. It's it's me, Doc Green. Um. I'm wondering. Uh. Could you advise on uh, us getting this plasma rifle situation? Kid, we're way beyond that. Way beyond that. Oh, no. Did the, did the Zeta bugs use the 
the the time sphere to go back into our evolutionary past and wait that couldn't have happened because you guys still exist what happened future doc green <sighs> the data bugs you don't have to worry about them anymore we've got yeah, we're just we're just here on vacation you know to <laughs> to get some memories that's why we came from the future yeah, I was I was here to remember remember the times before everything went to hell. This was Yeah. This was the last time before everything got very 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 bad. Yeah. So that yeah, so that's why and not only are things very very bad in the future, but we also have some, you know, we had a lot of vacation time that we felt like we should take advantage of. So, you know, we used one of our personal uh, time cubes to travel back here into the into the past. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know, in the future, we have these new uh, death. We have these new uh, boxes. Um, you just get in the box and provide you with infinite pleasure. Hmm. And also, oh. I was thinking my, my past self would really, really love that death box, that that bo that pleasure box. Hey, Dr. Green, um, from the current time, you were just saying to me a little while ago that you, uh, how much you enjoyed pleasure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I do love pleasure now. That I, I, I'm a little yeah. bit, I want to clarify that it's a pleasure box and not a death box. Um, oh, do you have, you, do you guys have both of those in the future? You have death boxes and pleasure boxes? And apparently time cubes as well, which a cube is a box. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we've got all sorts of boxes, uh, but these these boxes, these pleasure boxes, um, you you don't have to worry. They're not they're not really necessarily they're not dance boxes, you know. Um, definitely, um, you should just try it out. You should try it out. Hey, hey uh, I just oh, I just wanted to. I guess I'm just reminding you guys, but in our time, the current time where we're fighting the Zeta bugs. Mostly we use the boxes we use are crates and we use them to store various things like plasma rifles on our on our spaceships. That's uh that's very observant. You were always very observant. Um I uh, I I would love for you to observe the inside of this death this pl pleasure box. Oh. I I I'm really interested oh. in what you're going to be. Are you, you're talking to you're, you're talking to Dr. Green from the current time. You want Dr. Green to hop in? Hey, uh, hey, current doc, current Dr. Green. Can I talk to you over here for a second, away from our future selves? Can we just hold hold on, future selves? We're just gonna yeah. move a little bit outside of the bunker, and we're just gonna chat for a, a, a second or two. You got? Yeah. Oh, hey, hey, that's no problem. We could, we got, we got, we got time cubes over here, so waiting is no problem for us from the future. Hey, hey, uh, Doc, Doctor Blue. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I, I'm I'm starting to think uh, that these uh, future uh, versions of ourselves aren't actually from yeah. the future. You um, really? That's. But I mean, they look like they look exactly like us, and uh, um, I mean. I mean, we look pretty fit, like we're in shape as well. So, I mean, it looks like a pretty good. Why? What do you? Why don't you think they're us from the future? Um, they look kind of like the same age as us. Um, and 
I, I mean, look, you know, just brainstorming, brainstorming, you're getting ideas out there. It seems like they might be trying to kill us. Hmm. hmm. Hey, you know what? I, um, cause what you're saying is that in order for them to have built up enough vacation time, like it wouldn't have, uh, you know, it would take enough time for them to age visibly. Um, that's what you're I, saying, right? Yeah. I mean, because I'm saying it could be us. It could be us from like 20 minutes in the future. But you're saying it. Not to mention, society would have had to develop all of that cube box technologies that they mentioned. Yeah, I, it, it's the way they're talking. It seems like a lot has happened, and you know our our vacation policies at the lab. I mean, it would. I mean, to get that much vacation time, I think 10 years roughly. Um, yeah. I guess yeah, not. Ten, I, I, better shape than me. Look, I'm willing to admit it. Yeah. Yeah. Ten ten standard space years you're set you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, ten standard space years. Uh universal uh central time. <laughs> we cut over to uh the future Dr. Green and Dr. Blue and, and listen in on their conversation. Hey, uh <laughs> Hey, Doctor Green. You, uh, hey, future Doctor Green. You want uh, you want some of this gum I have? It's it's in cube form. Just like oh, yeah. we like it. Oh yeah, we, we of course, man. Cube everything. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. Hail the cube. The time cube. Oh my gosh. Hey. So, uh, Dr. Green, I also wanted to uh, compliment you on the fact that you remembered to bring the uh, the pleasure slash death cube on the trip. I'm just I'm just glad you know you kind of learned your lesson and you've 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 kind of uh, evolved and 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 you know you made sure to read the briefing this time. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that, those other two Dr. Greens, you know, I I felt like you know I was I was a little bit you know. You know, very, very clumsy with them, and I, I, I feel yeah. I'm feeling sharper and sharper every every dimension we get into here. Yeah. It seems like you take vacations a little bit more seriously than. Uh, uh, hold on one second. Uh, sorry, I had to shoot a Zeta bug there. Um, it seems like you take uh, you know vacation time more seriously than you take the missions because you're like always really planned well for the vacations, but the missions you're kind of like you know, a little loosey goosey. It, no, it's, it's not that. It's not that. It's, it's, it really, you know, it, it was like, if we were to have a mission tomorrow, I would be totally just this sharp. It's just that universal gunk that's been building up, you know, in my brain and we've been cleared it out. And I, whew, I'm feeling sharp. Oh, good. Hey, yeah, I, I get that. Cause you know, sometimes, you know, when I get on vacation, I just let, I, I myself, because you know, I can, I'm able to relax. I, I'm staying up later. I usually stay up till like three or four and sleep till one, one or noon. I just think that's the normal, you know, state I'm supposed to be in. Just you know, staying up late. Whereas you know, when I'm working all the time, you know, I got to go to bed on time. I'm not. I don't like that as much. Yeah, no, I I, I believe it, man. The the pulling away the pressures of the system, man. It, it's been life changing for me. It, it may, maybe you're right. Maybe maybe it is the pressure of the job, mm -hmm. uh, you know, in on me, and it's just it's hard. It's hard yeah. to be present. Yeah, yeah. I think I think yeah. More more time, you know, in the in the in the vacation cube is is really doing us both a, a lot of a lot of benefit. 
Oh yeah, I I mean I'm I'm feeling tipped off. I yeah. I I you know I do think um kind of these uh getting rid of these doppelgangers, you know, hmm. it's, it's helping me too, you know. It's like oh. I I I, th- I oh. think this have been coming in in handy really well, you know. I I really love, you know, the cleanse that I'm getting here. Mhm. You know, it was really smart of you um, to when we go to come up with the plan to hop through multiple dimensions uh, to make sure that we land near versions of ourselves that are close to some sort of time device, so that we can also so that we can always use the old trick of saying that we're from the future right before we kill them. <laughs> I, I didn't think you caught that. Um, and. Hey, I okay. read the briefing, Dr. Green. I read, I read that briefing that you yourself wrote about this current uh, vacation that we're on. The vacation yeah, to kill I, our other versions of ourselves. Oh, my gosh. You know, I, I'm blushing right now. It's just oh. someone reading my work. Uh, it's always great to meet, you know, a fan. If, yeah. I, if I may, you know, cross that line, you know, my, I put a lot of work into those briefings. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, uh, it looks like that blood rushing to your cheeks, causing them to blush, is attracting a Zeta bug. So I'm just gonna go ahead and shoot it with my with my plasma rifle. Oh man, yeah, that. I, you know, I I wish, you know, I hadn't left my plasma rifle in that other dimension. But um, I'm I'm always glad to have you here, Doctor Blue. Yeah, you, know, you know me. You know me. Yeah. Yeah. I, I feel like the more versions of you that I meet as we travel through the, the multiverse, destroying them on this vacation, the more I get to know you, Dr. Green. <laughs> Likewise, I, I yeah, am also getting to know you more, you know, and I didn't hear anything positive out of that sentence, but what? I'm also uh, growing to uh, tolerate your habits better. Hey, hey, uh, hey, quote, unquote, future uh, Dr. Green and Dr. Blue. Uh, we were, I'm just wondering if you guys are ready to cut, if, if, if you're done with the powwow, if you want to get back together, <laughs> ch- chat it out again. Hey, hey there, uh, past Dr. Green and Dr. Blue. We're actually, we're, we're going back and forth complimenting each other. So if we could have just a couple more seconds, we need to iron that out a little bit. Okay, no problem. Hey, hey um, listen. Yeah, yeah, what's up? Yeah, so uh, they, they're kind of looking a little tense over there. Um, yeah. I'm, they, they might be on to us. I'm, I'm not sure, Dr. Blue, uh, hmm. you know. Well, uh you know, uh, we de- I mean, we have to convince them to get into the uh, into the death cube because if I, you know, if obviously if I shoot them with the plasma rifles, they're they're, uh, you know, they have uh, those those energy 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 shields, you know, like in like in like in the video game Halo, they'll have energy shields that'll just protect themselves. So we can't just come out, I, you know, we gotta we gotta follow the the plan here. Yeah, and they're going to lose, like, so much of their interuniversal essence as we're dragging them over to the extractor. 
it's just it's just such a waste of time. We got to get them in those cubes. You know, this is very yeah. important. Um, yeah. So, you know, I, I, we're not very smart. Uh, so I don't think we would have been oh. on to um, I was just, I mean, I know we, uh, oh, we were doing the complimenting thing back and forth. I did mean to say that, hey, I thought this is a very good plan. Just the, I mean, what we're here, what, where, this, this is where we're at. We're at the most difficult part of the plan, which is convincing those doppelgangers to get into the, to get into the death cube. And you know what? We knew that that was going to be the difficult part of the plan. And it's, yeah. we're struggling right now. We're working, we're working through it, I feel like. Yeah, you know, you and I were kind of nothing without a plan, and I'm especially nothing without reading the plan, and I don't really read the plan, and they don't look like they have a plan for this. I don't remember getting briefed about this type of thing. So I I say we just, you know, we trust him, you know, go in, guns down. Oh. Whoa. Uh, oh. The, wait, wait. Am I am I talking to uh, which wait which doctor Doctor Green am I talking to right now? Oh, you know your your friend Doctor Doctor Green. Um, wait, the, wait. Uh, are you the interdimensional? Are you the interdimensional Doctor Green, or are you are the Doctor Green who's currently on a time heist to get the time sphere? Oh, um, I'm the one from your dimension, which is okay. Uh, in, the one. Yeah. We're the, yeah, we're the okay. We're the ones pretending to be from the future. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's the one okay. I am. I just thought I got turned around here in the bunker for a second and was talking to the and was scheming with the wrong version of you. Okay, oh, I'm I'm oh, I'm man. back on the same page. You're you're so silly. You are so so silly. Um, that 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 would make no sense. No sense. Okay. I, I, uh, anyway, let's walk over there. Uh, you know, definitely. Um, you know, I, and I think you know it would you know help to build some trust if we unplugged our uh, energy shields. Oh, okay. Hey, hey, man. You know what? You're in charge of this mission slash vacation, so I'm gonna do whatever you say, uh, Doctor Green. Yeah. Oh man. Oh, I, really positive. All right, let's do it, bud. Okay. I. Uh, all right. Hey, hey, uh, uh, quote unquote, past versions of us. Uh, we were, we finished up our, our compliments uh, of each other and we're ready to, ready to powwow over here. Oh, uh, 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 great. Um, hey, well, hey, I want to, I want to say just, you know what, me and past Dr. Green, we were over here talking about how, you know, you guys ca- like kind of compl- like, you know, you guys were talking about complimenting yourself back and forth. I just I just want to say I think that sounds like a very great p- practice. And I think we're going to go ahead and start implement implementing that, too. Oh, oh, man. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Past Dr. Blue. Um, I, I definitely would love to compliment you and how spherical, you, you know, you oh. are, and you know, generally in our oh. universe. Hey, I don't know. I think that sounds like a backhanded compliment because of the way you're you're looking at the future version of me over there, and you see how fit and trim he is, and now you're calling me spherical. No, 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 no. Um, you know, I, I forget it. You know, I, I 
you know, it, it, think of it like, you know, let's say we lived in a cube universe and cubes were highly desired. You know, ah. I, let's, let's assume that we're in a, you know, as, I mean, as we know, we have a more spherically uh, oriented universe over, over here in the past. Um, and, and you're, you know, you embody that. I, I embody the, like a kind of spherical oneness you're saying? Um, yeah, if that's good. Um, oh, hey. yes. What praise? You, you know what, Dr. Green, I'm, I under, I understand that you're trying to give me a compliment and, uh, you, you know, I don't, I, I don't mean to give you a hard time about it. I'm just going to say, you know, thank you. I know you meant somehow you meant something positive. Uh, yeah, yeah. You know me. Um, Clumsy old Dr. Dr. Green from your universe in the past. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, we're from this. Yeah, we're we're the present or the past. Yeah, the, the, the past from their perspective, but the present from our perspective, of course. Yeah. Uh, so anyways, yeah, let's go hop in that uh, pleasure desk box. Uh, I'll I tell you what. Uh, yeah, past. I think that's a that's a. Yeah, I think that's a really good idea to just, you know, definitely trust our future selves. There is just one thing I do want to uh, ask our future selves about, which is why do you guys have your uh, your your uh, defense shields appear to be down? Why, why, why is that? Um, Dr. Blue. Uh, I, yeah. Yeah, past Dr. Blue. Um. Uh, oh. Yes, as you can see, our defense uh, spheres uh, are are down. Our shields are down. Um, and yeah, go, this go ahead. Great go go ahead. As we're closer to the death box. <clears throat> you, oh, okay. So wait, you're saying what you're saying, future Doctor Green, is that you put your shield down because it can interfere with the with the what box? No, I'm saying um, because you and I, you know, we are a circle, you know, a circle of life, me and you, Dr. Blue from the past. And um, I, I feel, and I feel like there might be some people around here who are, you know, squares. Uh-huh. Uh, uh and if we get closer to the death boxes, maybe we'll know who's a circle and who's a square. Oh. But we have to get to the death boxes. Oh. I and see I, that you're... Hey, hey, hey there, uh, future, future Dr. Green. Can I talk to you just over here? I'm, 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 I'm past Dr. Blue. If I could just, you know, if we could just head over to the other side of the bunker over here. I just need to chat with you for a second. Yeah. In the spirit of uh, diplomatic relations for my old colleague from the past. Yeah. yeah. Hey. All right. Hey. Okay. Hey. 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 Future. Future. Doctor Green. Um. It really sounds like. I mean, you keep interchangeably calling those pleasure boxes death boxes, and uh, I just want to let you know that the you know past Doctor Green. He's really suspicious. So if you keep calling the pleasure boxes death boxes, I don't think you're going to be able to get him into one of them. Dude, Blue. Yes. 
Pass Dr. Blue, yes, at your service, yes. Yeah, Do Pass Blue, do you recognize me, bro? Uh, yeah, I mean, you look like a fit, more trim version of future, of, of present day Dr. Green, who is my associate. Dude, it's me. It's, huh? it's Dr. Green from your universe. I infiltrated their universe, oh. and I flipped their plan on its head. Hmm. They tried to infiltrate our universe, but I figured it out. They are death boxes. They're going to try to oh. put you in the death box, and oh. they're trying to flip flop and put me in the death box. And past Dr. Green knows I know. Future Dr. Oh. No, past, yeah, past Dr. Green knows I know. Future Dr. Hmm. Blue does not know that I know. Uh, oh. So we're the only whoa, ones that know that. Can, can I just explain back to you what I'm currently now understanding to be the case, which is you're telling me, you're telling past Dr. Blue that you are, are, uh, you are in fact future Dr. Green, but what you did is you, uh, you went into another dimension and you killed another version of yourself infiltrated that other dimension and now you're on a vacation mission with that other dimension uh dr blue back here with us and you're telling me that your mission from of that other you're you're you are in fact future dr green but you're pretending to be from another dimension with dr blue that's, <laughs> that's what you're saying what very close very close to what okay, okay. so Actually, this other this other dimensional. He's not past. They're not in the future. They're just from a different dimension. I'm gonna break it to you. They're trying to fuck with us. He showed up trying to take a plasma rifle. Apparently, he forgot a plasma rifle for a mission, and he tried to take my plasma rifle. Huh. And he and I caught him. You know, I, I walked hmm. downstairs. I saw. I saw him. I was going to get my milk. He's like, "Oh, hey, uh, there's me." And then he thought he thought I was just sleepwalking. And he came in, he infiltrated, he shot me with the time cube and shot me into the oh. other reality and thought, thought he had me fooled, thought they were going to come and do the flip-flop, flip-flop and put us in the death cubes. And I'm, I'm a double-double agent is, guess what I'm telling you. Oh, we cut, we cut back over to the uh, past Dr. Green and future Dr. Blue talking on the other side of the bunker. Hey, uh, yeah, so I can blow bubbles with the gum. See, look, look, look at this bubble that I can blow with this bubble gum. Yeah, man, that's awfully uh, yeah. lovely of you. Um, What's interesting is the bubble gum comes, it comes in cube shapes, but when you blow it into a bubble, it's a sphere. Ever think about that? Uh I have thought about that, and oh. it, it sounds like me. You're you're uh, starting to like this uh, sphere planet here. Hmm. Uh, you know, um, hey, you know, I got nothing against spheres. You know, I mean, uh, from where I come from, which what I have told you is that it's from the um, from the future, is that uh, I mean, we just developed you know uh, box technology. Uh, just because it was convenient, but I have nothing against spheres, and I do know that time spheres in their natural kind of uh, habitat, they're, uh, oh, hold on one second. <laughs> Sorry, I had to destroy a Zeta bug there. I mean, in their, in their natural habitat, they're, uh, they're always spherical, you know, just like planets. Uh, yeah. 
Dude, Dr. Blue? Yeah, um, yeah, I'm a future Dr. Blue. What's up? Dude, yeah, future Dr. Blue. Uh, do you remember, you know, it's me. Oh, boy. Uh, you know, uh, you, you know, past- what? Hell cube, uh, cube to the cube to the U. Oh my goodness! Man, it's me. You're I, are, oh man, you're one of the infiltrating Doctor Greens. Uh, that is time traveling slash dimension jumping all over the place in order to trying to kill other. So you're just another Doctor Green who's well aware of everything that's going on. No, I'm I'm your Dr. Green. I what? It's, I'm your Dr. Green. I hmm. I came and swapped this, with this other Dr. Green. Oh, and, oh my god. He doesn't know what's going on, man. He doesn't know what's going on. What you're saying is that okay. So we're who who we are is we're the the Dr. Blue and Dr. Green from the other dimension and then but what happened is that the Dr. Green from this dimension came in and tried to kill you, thought he killed you, but didn't. And then you have now come over into this dimension and have been impersonating their Dr. Green. That's what I'm getting from this. Yeah. Um, you're, you're, I think you're on the right track. Okay. Um, <clears throat> I, I'm starting to think that this other Dr. Green who I came and replaced kind of trying to figure something out. I didn't fully think through the fact that he might not notice um, that he actually isn't from the Cube universe. So I, I feel like uh, this plan has uh, gone a little bit sideways. Yeah, I mean, I feel like I need uh, um, like, a, like, a, like, a, like a blackboard and like a diagram to kind of figure out what's going on now. I think, you know, um, I kind of lost track. So... What I think that you and I should do from whatever dimensions or times that we're from, we, let's just team up and destroy the, the other version of us is because, you know what? I'm just, I, I'm just too confused to figure it out now. And then you and me yeah. will just continue on in our gently the one style adventure. Yeah, Flash go course. back to, yeah, go back to the original plan. Um, yeah. Take them out. Um, I apologize. I kind of got sidetracked and tried to do a whole swip swap uh, double double agent thing, yeah. and yeah. I'm definitely realizing that the other Doctor Green totally knows the plan, and yeah. um, this is going to be a kind of a face off type of deal. Um, yeah. Yeah. Oh, hey, if we had, I'm I'm glad that we did not develop uh, in the future a face swap box because if we were able to swap faces in this situation, it would just be just endlessly confusing. Yeah, I mean, we already look so much alike. Like, what, you know, yeah. if we swap faces, it's and our names are both colors. Yeah, I, I mean, yeah. <laughs> can, can you imagine if yeah. I was Doctor Blue? Oh my gosh. <laughs> uh, hey, I'm, I'm glad we're, we're here, Doctor Green. We're, we're able to have a nice laugh about the situation. But I agree. Let's go over there and just blow the heads off of those other two guys, no matter who they are. 
And as that guy says that, a laser, a plasma bolt from the other side of the bunker blows those two guys' heads off because those other two guys on the other side decided to do the same thing. And uh, let's see what they have to say after they did it. Okay, I feel much better now that we destroyed those other two versions of us. Yeah, yeah. They were definitely not us from the past, I hope. Yeah. Um, or from the uh, future. I just yeah. feel like, you know what, one of us might be from the future, one of us might be from another dimension, but it doesn't matter. Let's go get that time cube and uh, let's cruise around with it. Yeah, man, those cubes look cubes look very attractive. Um, I meant time sphere, right? The time sphere. Oh, yeah, right. The time sphere is the one that the Zeta bugs are de defending. Yeah. Oh, I mean, we've got a time cube, a time sphere, and what might be a pleasure box and what might be a death box over there. Um, and I'm, you know, I don't know. I, I know I told you that I figured out their plan, and I'm pretty sure it was a death box. Uh-huh. You can't be too sure. Um, oh. Hey, I hear what you're saying. You're saying that what we should do is take the old uh, pleasure box for a spin before we make the, uh, the difficult 400-meter uh, trek over to that time sphere that's been glowing over there for the past however many minutes. Uh, but before we do that, let's just relax in the, in the pleasure box. Yeah. Yeah, Dr. Blue. Um, I totally, I, I think that's a great idea right. for you to get in the pleasure box. I'll get in right after you. Oh. We'll enjoy our time in the pleasure box. All right. Well, you know what? I'm just going to dip my feet in there, kind of like what I do at the sauna. And I'm just going to dip my feet into this box here. Oh, yeah. My, let me tell you, my dogs are barking. Yeah. Um, that, you know, that means my feet are tired. That's just an expression that means that. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I totally get that. Um, definitely have that, ex that expression in my dimension. Uh, our dimension, we know that. Um, yeah. So, uh, yeah, you get your heat in there. Um, you don't want right. to get your uh, your um, your body. Oh, my feet are my feet are in there. They're in there. They're dangling in the in the box. I'm gonna just take a take. A, I'm gonna take them out for a second and see how they're okay. They're just like a pile of. They look like spent matches is what they, they look all black and charred. That ain't, that ain't, yeah. that is not pleasurable to me. That doesn't feel good. Um, I, I think, yeah, you, what you need to do is you need to go in head first. Um, that's probably the problem. It'll probably restore, you know, the pleasure. Um, and definitely disengage your shield. Um, that will reduce, you know, any charring. All right. Oh, oh, okay. You're saying it was interfere. My shield was interfering. Okay. <laughs> my, yeah, yeah. My, my. All right, I'll just hop on in, just like I do in the hot tub after I dip my feet in. Yep. Um, and I will close the door behind you. Uh, um, uh, uh. All right. Um, I mean, I don't remember how this works. Uh, turn the knob and... All right. Um, Dr. Dr. Blue? Dr. Oh, and... All 
I didn't think this plan through very thoroughly. Scene. All <laughs> oh, right. Excellent. I was like, what are you going to do? You just, you, just, you just killed You killed me. Uh. Yeah. Nice. Um, you definitely... You, you had the situation that I totally embraced. It was like, hey, wait, are you the past Doc Green? I'm like, I guess I am. Um, and it became a web of lies and confusion. It was great. Yeah. Yeah, and I was thinking earlier than that, like I'm gonna kill two of these just to make it simpler. Like, but then, but then it would just it got more confusing. But that's that was great. I, yeah, I love the time travel and stuff is pretty funny because uh, it's ridiculous. I think it ended on a cliffhanger. I'm I'm really curious to know more about what this probably other dim- other other dimensional uh, Doctor Green was really up to. Um, yeah. We'll never... yeah. What I was, uh, what I would have done was I would have brought the Zeta Bug Queen like come over to talk. I don't know. That's what I was just thinking about having happen, but I wasn't gonna do it because I knew we were gonna end it soon, and I thought that would open up the whole thing. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, that was fun. That that was fun. Um, yeah. I feel I feel more powerful already. <laughs> just for destroying other dimensional versions of yourself. I've I've never uh, played two versions of the same person in the same scene. That's great. Um, I don't know. I don't know if I have or not. But yeah, I was definitely like, yeah, that's gonna get confusing. But that's fun. But it's fun anyway. It's funny to be confused. I think in the scene and just, and to say things yeah. to try to to try to clarify it is funny. Like to try to make it make sense is also just uh. yeah. The uh, it it helps you to empathize with how every time travel or you know international movie gets criticized for the plot holes because it's just impossible to keep it together. Oh yeah, yeah. It's almost like. Yeah, if you're watching that type of movie, you just have to just let it go no matter what. There's no Yeah. Like, have, you ever seen the, have you have you seen the movie Primer? Do you know that I movie? That. I don't think so. Okay. Oh, it's a time travel movie that people try to figure out and whatever and it's it's basically while I think you can do that, I think it's not the point of the movie, but anyway. Um so here at the end of the this, what I ask about usually here is, uh, do you have any other art stuff that you want to plug or talk about that you have going on? Any anything else you're doing? Um, no, I'm I'm, I'll do this. I'm doing this right now. Yeah, yeah, that's good. And you're working on sketches and stuff, so yeah, uh, stay tuned for that. Are you on the Discord for Uzbear? The Uzbear Discord. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, people share stuff on there because it's kind of cool. So, you know, if you ever do anything, you do kind of have an audience right there right away. Um, yeah. yeah. Uh, there was some stuff shared there earlier today that I didn't get a chance to look at, but that looks cool. Um, the other question I usually ask at the end here is, 
what are your thoughts on uh, I know you know some people from like Monkey Butler, you know some people from Ooze Bear that you've worked with. Is there any improviser other you know uh, that you think is uh, you know real good or you like what you you see them do? Yeah, improvisers. Um, I haven't done a lot of the the Ooze Bear stuff. Uh, I think I've done like two of them, but I think I think uh, the what was his name? Uh, I I was really impressed with uh, Chris, who has amazing voices. That that was really cool. Um, people people we know, Monkey Butler. Um, We've been we've been playing with uh, Bruce a lot recently, and I think something I really like about Bruce is that he has a just a great calm, deadpan, <laughs> brings the humor still. It's so good. Yeah. Uh, he played my uh, five-year-old or my little kindergarten lawyer, and I I just I I think about that. You know, hmm. that was just good. <laughs> Well, I, I was there for that, right? That was a while yeah. ago. Yeah, I, I think I think last week we did one, and I was like, "What's the perfect character for him?" And then we were doing well, 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 and I was like, "You are the uh, laziest bloodhound in town," or something like that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And he just pulled that off so well. Um, yeah. Yeah, Steve. I like I like Steve. Um, he does a lot of. I, I, I think you're not afraid to laugh and you bring the humor in. Hey, we're going to do some funny shit. And, and that's always fun. Yeah. You think this joke. Ah. Yeah. Yeah. Not other than me. <laughs> I'm just kidding. That's fine. Thank you. I appreciate that. Um, all right. And the last thing that I have here is we do what's called the storm off sign off. And what happens is, like, I thank you for coming, and then uh, what you do is you uh, get mad and you tell me off, and then you get the last word, and then you like basically hang up and sign off. Um, so I want to, you know, appreciate, uh, you know, you coming on today, Jason, and uh, you know, just hanging out in general, doing improv. I think we have like a lot of conversations about stuff I, that I, yeah, I always yeah, enjoy. Finish. Not a lot of time here today, and I, I just don't think you've given me the, the fully respect that I deserve. Um, I don't think that you've really uh, realized that how strong and uh, how uh, charismatic I am. And uh, hmm. I, I, I personally think you should probably, you know, cede uh, control of this uh, show or whatever this is over to me. Um, I'm obviously, you know, pretty talented. Uh, I had a really great, you know, plot. Uh, for our, our timeline adventures, and I don't, I don't think there was enough appreciation for that, and not enough time to talk, talking about how great that was. Um, so, yeah, whatever.